Constant Struggle Podcast. Uh, I'm I'm Nick Watson. And I'm Bree Watson. Stepping on my lines, Bree. There's no lines. Oh, I'm sorry. There are no lines. Yes. Now everybody's going to think we have some weird sketch that we're reading off of and that none of this is sincere. Did you check that off? Okay, that part's done. That was a bit we just did. Wasn't that great? What a fun bit. I'm so glad we've done that. Hey. Um, okay, so this is a, a podcast about, uh, you know, uh, struggles Yeah. Get- artists have, um, who also, I don't know, in our case, they're artists who... No, it's specifically us, I think, right? Artists, because we don't really talk about other people. Well, we haven't. Struggle. I mean, that's not to say that we oh, won't. Oh, yeah, that's, that's a good point. a little point. foreshadowing for you. Maybe in maybe the future. This is, or maybe we can go into that in this episode. Because you know a lot more people who are doing creative stuff. I know a lot of people who are trying to do creative stuff. And that's what this is all about. Yeah, like trying what you have to do to get there. Yeah. And to get it done. This is not like every other podcast about successful rich people. No. Uh, going on their successful jet-setting lives. Exactly. We have no access to jets. I always we read, have jet can access. I say I have to talk about something that I that upset me this morning. Go ahead because I can drink my beer. Okay. So I was just reading on Facebook and they're like, mm, the life of a the life of an actor is such. And it was just like blah blah blah. We don't go to work nine to five. We have to stay home and figure out what we want to wear and blah 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 blah. And it was just like it was so naggy that I was like, you know what? I uh, would love to be an actor, but I can't afford to do that staying at home and picking out what to wear and blah 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 so i think uh it's ridiculous to sort of bring it down to one you know mutually lived experience about what it means to be an actor because that is not my experience i've heard that humble brag before from successful actors it is a humble brag well isn't it isn't it so painful? They make you... it out like the nine to five routine is glorious instead of mind numbing. Exactly. It's the, I mean, sure, it's great for knowing where your kids are. Right. And uh, no, basically, that's all it's good for. It, or like maybe a regular paycheck. Yeah, but our paychecks are regularly quite a lot smaller than what their huge slightly random paychecks are i suppose it depends on the actor if you're a successful actor and you're not screwing up you should be getting that as regularly as you want to well i don't know it's not even a question about screwing up most of the time it's whether or not you're good no not even (laughs) a lot of the times it's not even whether or not you're good it's you know do you look the way that we want you to look i i hear you but i there's so many different places for you to go for movies well like if are you talking about certain ladies? Maybe they get to an age or something like that? There's that. I'm also talking about, okay, there's a, a person that I uh, respect quite a bit and I think is a very funny individual. He used to be on the Second City main stage. I don't know why I'm not saying his name because he made a very public Facebook uh, post uh, yesterday about how uh, how he's tired of, he's like, uh, of how he's tired of not looking the way, looking a certain way because how how does that matter when you're good you know they're like he's like oh i'm not black enough or i'm not brown enough but i'm still not white enough it's just like oh this like Uh. you know like when it comes to things like well in that case it has nothing to do with talent at all it has everything to do with looks and that's i mean that's so much of it right and they're like oh in this other post i was talking about that was like oh and then you walk into a room and there's six other people who look just like you and it's just like you know what this is all you've done today my experience with acting has been like I go to work at nine 
and then I sneak out of my office to try to maybe get an audition yep. on time. Uh, you know, wait around longer than I probably. But that's because you're boss. so lucky. You have a nine to five job. Well, exactly. Aren't I lucky? Yeah. I don't know. I guess I shouldn't complain at the same time. Welcome to Complain Cast. This is Complain Cast, where all we do is complain. Look, I'm just saying that rich people have it way better than us. Yes. What? And no. we're all we <laughs> really want is to be rich. So get us there. Yeah. No, that's not it. We're we're struggling to to get our art made. Uh, and oh. Are you freaking kidding me? This is our uh, our clock. And I believe that's a cardinal. It is. A cardinal. Or is it the same bird that chimes every hour? Oh yeah, you're right. It is. This is a bird clock. They were very popular in the what? Nineties. Naughties. Early aughts, maybe. Yeah. The oh naughties. I said naughties. That's stupid. Um. Welcome to stupid. Jeez. All right. We should probably mention we where need to, we are right now. We need to turn around this Exxon Valdez of a podcast. I don't know what that means. You should do. It was that horrible boat crash in the 80s. Now I know. And all the penguins got hurt. Penguins. It weren't penguins at all. Oh. Because that's the wrong side of the world. Uh, it happened in the in around Alaska. So it would have been right. all, seals. Poor seals. And like seagulls. Well, I don't really care much for seagulls. Can't they just eat the dirty stuff? That's, that's gross. That's probably okay. not. You probably oh shouldn't God, eat I'm oil, sorry. whatever you are. This is dumb. We should probably mention where we are right now. Yeah, go for it. Okay. Uh, well, I don't know. I was just ranting a lot about Facebook. Why don't All right, my go. Uh, we're at Mom and Dad's house. Yeah, our Mom and Dad's house. Yep. Not just like a random restaurant called Mom and Dad's house. That'd be a... Oh, my God. I'm so, I was Why just going to so say... Why are you so grumpy? Nick's Have grumpy. you met me? Like, <laughs> that's a good point. I'm always grumpy. This this podcast is probably the happiest you'll hear me. Yay! So consider yourself lucky. Congrats. Well done, you. Uh, um, yeah, no, so we're at our parents' house. The house in which we grew up. Yeah, we did a lot of living here. Yes. A lot of learning. A lot of living, learning. And arithmetic. Well, not so much. I did some. I didn't enjoy it. Anyway, that's not what this is about. This is about, uh, we're going to talk about some of the things that we've struggled with this a month, or at least since the last podcast uh, we've had, and, and maybe we just, could see if we've had any just shy of or, a month, yeah, yeah, just shy of a month. Uh, any, had any progress or worked on any new projects? And if uh, at any point throughout the uh, episode you can relate to something we're talking about, well, you know, send us a, a message on the old Facebook or Twitter. Oh, what's our Twitter? We don't actually have one yet. Damn it! Uh, but you can either listen or go to my Twitter, which is at Briefford. Uh, or Nix, which is at Los Cinco's, uh, and uh, we'll be glad to chat. Yeah, we'll have lots of conversations. If you want to be on this show, you can even show. <laughs> it's cute. If you want to be on this podcast, you can totally uh, get in touch with us. Yeah, for sure. Especially if you're a creative type and are doing anything. Yes, we would love to hear um, anybody's stories uh, that aren't like I'm wildly successful. Yeah, I, we just want to hear. I'm trying hard. I am trying so hard. Yeah. That's what I want to hear. So this month I was trying really hard. Um, is this the section that we're going to be calling rejected? Yeah, this is going to be my rejection section. Um, this year I feel like I've been doing a lot of improv, like more than ever before. I would say you did do a lot of improv this year. Yeah, and I've been going hard. I've produced two shows, or two and a half shows, I should say, because I co-produce one and, and I'm not as involved as the like main producer but uh, anyway so i thought for sure that this was the year that i would uh get a call back at the, oh, second, the city second general city. auditions yeah but, uh, i did not uh and it's whatever it's part of life 
But I'm not, I don't, like, I don't want to pretend like I'm not upset by it. Sure. Because there's all, you know, all year long, they're like, we see you. We go out to see when you're performing. Like, not me specifically, but all of the improvisers. Like, we see you, and we know that, you know, you're around and what you're doing and and all this other stuff. Did they actually say that to you? No, they they say that, that, like, well, before the actual audition, there's a series of, like, lectures that you can attend and and pre-audition workshops and all kinds of stuff. And uh, I attended them. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so this is one of the things that they say, like, oh, well, you know, we have our we have our fingers on the pulse of the community. So even if your audition, if you're super nervous in your audition, like, don't worry, you'll probably get a call back because we know what you're up to. So this year I'm working my butt off. You know, the audition wasn't spectacular. Well, and, that's not good. But it wasn't terrible either. That's not a good benchmark. Well, <laughs> Should, so, shouldn't you th- be crushing it to get in there? Sometimes things are beyond your control. Oh, oh, God. Uh, <laughs> this is the most negative podcast we're hopefully going to do. Well, I don't know. So I mean, what happened, Bree? <laughs> no, I don't know. It just, uh, I didn't, I feel like I didn't jive with my partner. And oh. uh, I should, you know, I guess that's the Well, thing. dude, that's maybe a little bit on you. Of course. Yeah. yeah. You're supposed to be able to make it work uh, regardless of the pot, uh, partner you've been uh, matched up with. What the hell? Oh, uh, hold on one second. That was weird. Something was just... This is like making noise because no. we're in the basement. We're not used to this environment. This is a new environment for us. We're yeah, in, this is dad's desk. We're in we're in the dad zone right yeah. now. <laughs> the dad cave. The dad cave with all the dad records and the yep. dad cassette tapes. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, it's on you. This is all your fault yes. that you're failing. No, I'm exactly. No, I mean... At least a callback. I wasn't saying, put me on the main stage, let me tour, you dude, know, the world. But like you were saying, this was your first year really going but at yeah, it improvisationally-wise. Exactly. So, I, like, you have one year under your belt. Yeah, that's a good way to look at it. And, yeah, now, next true. year you'll have two years. That's and true. who knows? But I've already auditioned more than one. Anyway, it doesn't matter. You're right. I just have to... You just it's keep just like, going. Exactly. If you want. You I don't do, even have to. But I do want, because I love it so much... Okay, well, that's fine. Yes. Keep going, then. Well, that being said, since then, uh, I have signed up for another class and another class. So one's with the SoCap, which is uh, on the east end. Okay, cool. And, and I, oh, that's the nice bar. I think we've mentioned it before. Yep, yes. And the other that's one, is, one of the classiest. I. That's one of the nicest looking bars in Toronto for me. Well, what? The second floor? The Bottom floor. Is bottom like, floor is, is kind of dicier. well. It's no. It, it looks kind it's of like a like typical a man pub. pub. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like for sure. Where like older dudes go to get wasted. And then second floor is like a classy, Improv almost like a speakeasy joint. looking bar. The bar section. I don't care about the performance. <laughs> uh, well, I do because I have to. And then the top floor is good too. Yeah, that's a nice space. Yeah. Very artsy. Mm. Well, uh, so I'm taking a class there. Okay, cool. I'm taking the long form program. At Second City. Mm-hmm. Oh. And uh, okay, cool. I recently auditioned for one of their writing programs. And the way that works is they have a bunch of people who uh, are signed up for the writing program. Mm-hmm. But they're not actors. Wait so a what minute. they do is they write sketches. Oh, okay. And they take people who've graduated the conservatory program at the Second City to perform the stuff that they have written. Or learned to write and then written through the writing program. And so I got into that, which is exciting. Cool. That's a lot of time learning stuff. Learning stuff and doing stuff. Yeah, well, also because I'm not satisfied in my day job, I think I'm trying to fill up as much of my free time with stuff that I actually do enjoy. Yeah. 
Can I throw something out there? Yeah. The, um, oh, that look is oh, fun no, for sorry. podcasting. I'm just holding in a fart. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, um, sorry, one thing that I've been really concerned about lately, uh, because of the nature of what I'm doing, I like writing a lot. Yes. And you, I don't really produce a lot of stuff because the stuff I'm writing is big. It's a movie script. Right. You know, that's eats up so much time and it's only certain amount of people are going to have a look at it. Right. I want to get stuff out there that people are seeing. Right. Right. And um, maybe you should focus on doing that is where I'm kind of going at. Like writing wise or? <sighs> Creative wise. Just like doing sketches, getting them on a TV, uh, by TV, sorry. I mean like a YouTube. Right. Channel, like a Brie channel. Yeah, You've got a Brie well, channel. It's interesting that you say that because I, uh, the Toronto Sketch Comedy Festival had uh, put out this, it, it was basically a, um, I don't want to say a fund. It's like a fund. And if people, uh, when people, oh, if a sketch group is interested, they can apply for this fund. And whoever wins, you know, the fund gets like four grand mm. by, from the sketch fest in order to produce whatever it is that they want to produce. If it's a online sketch show or oh, cool, whatever. So I, uh, myself and a couple other people got together and we applied for this um, grant. I guess it's a grant is what it is. Or okay. Something like that. Yeah. So it's not like I'm not trying to do other stuff at the oh, same time. I'm not accusing. I'm oh, just throwing oh, no, ideas I'm just out saying. there. I am though. That's okay, cool. Saying. All right. Cool. I, I mean, one thing that <laughs> does frustrate me is because I do work where I work. I don't know if I should, I don't know. I work somewhere. We, you can't say anything without giving it away. But I work at the CBC. That pretty much gave it away. There. I work at the CBC. I just found out that... Um, it stands for the Canadian Broadcast Company? That's not what Corporation? It Broadcasting Corporation. Anyway, oh, it doesn't matter. God. You're terrible at this. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I just found out because they have a website called Punchline. And recently I, I wanted to pitch a piece to Punchline. Say that Was, that, was that fun saying that? Pitch a piece to Punchline. Oh, no, no, don't do that. Okay. So, what? You're the one who brought... Anyway. It just sounded like <laughs> it would have been fun to say, not to do it as a tongue twister. Well, oh, There's a difference. Fair enough. All right. Do you want me to continue my story? Uh, sure, yep, go uh, for it. Okay, so uh, I emailed the person who was in charge of Punchline. She's the producer there. And I was like, okay, he, I have an idea of something that I would like to pitch. And she's like, oh, you're a CBC employee. I'm like, sure am. Yeah, you can't do it? Basically. Ah! <laughs> just like, what's the point? Like, the whole idea of getting into the CBC in the first place was just sort of trying to, you know, make Oh my the... god, it's like Skinner in The Simpsons. I was just looking for directions on how to not be here or whatever. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> like you can't... what... Oh, that's yeah. lame. Well, no, no, no. This is different. This is a pitch show where they're giving up money. Not right? even, not even. It's not even a show. It was, it's just editorial content to put on their website. You know the TV show that we tried to do? Yeah. I don't think you were allowed to do that either. Really? Yeah, because it had something in there about CBC employees. Well, that's... Re I thought it said it was fine as long as you weren't a manager or something. Oh. oh is that the case with this one? I, well, I mean, that's what I should think. But I asked the lady and she's like, well, I'm not sure. And I'm like, well, how will you find out? <laughs> But th I guess maybe that's not the best tone to use. Well, that's that was another thing. There was any oh, there was so much stuff that I did this month. <laughs> Whoa, this is a heavy episode. So this month was the Women in Comedy Festival. Cool. I didn't get to do anything for it. Well, you're not a woman. No, I mean I didn't get to go and watch any of it. Yes, you're. And it's not because it's I don't like lady comedies because I do. And did I, you see the ad for Samantha Bee's new show? 
It's gonna be cool. maybe. She's feline. It doesn't matter. Feline? No, feminine. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. Uh, I'm addicted to cats. Anyway, yeah. So they had like a. She's SNL, right? No. Uh, she's she... That name's really familiar. Daily Show. Oh God! Yeah. Okay. Sorry. I'm not. I'm. I'm very much out on the Daily Show as well. That's okay. Because it's so past my bedtime. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> You know there are PVRs. Now. I know, I know. It's just, have you ever watched Late Night Show the next day? Yeah, I know, it's not the same. Like Conan. Yeah, Dan Conan's does it funny. all the time. Well, Dan has assistance. That's true. But like, if, have you ever watched SNL like during the day? I have. It cool. really isn't the wow. same. Wow, you have to be tired to enjoy that show. Uh, okay, the networking event that I went to last yes, night. Yes, which is something that you wanted to do. Yeah, and it was totally fun, and I missed it last night. Well, that's okay. You I went... just wanted to bring it back to negative. Oh, <laughs> but you went to the first one. Yeah. Almost... Well, not the first one. Your first one. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This has been going on for a while. Jeez, I really don't know how long. Me neither. But it was great. The people were super friendly. It was awesome talking to people who I don't work with. Mm. And <clears throat> I got... I was going to say positive feedback, but that's not right. I got loads of leads and tips on what I should be working on. That's cool. And now I can apply this to my list. Like what like kind of stuff? Pitching looks. It's, uh, oh, so it's just the people I was talking to. Uh, one lady in particular who uh, was a writer as well. She suggested three different things I should be working on uh, to get agents to take a look at it. And she said, get, have yourself one spec script done, one feature, and one pilot. A feature, eh? Yeah. Wow. I wrote down feature. Like a feature film? Yeah. Wow. That's like a... I've already done one. Oh, so. well, there you go. That's yeah, say, I'm working on my... Uh, getting ahead of myself. I'm working on number two. That's great. And I can't write. Uh, okay, no. Okay, so that was the big tip for that. Oh. It's similar for comedy, actually. We need one, one spec, one original pilot, and then... But not really... Uh, the instead of one feature it would probably be a bunch of sketches yeah i wonder if i just wrote feature for myself because that's what i want to do and maybe it was one episode or something because a spec a spec is a tv show yes so that's you're looking at 20 to 40 minutes yeah the pilot is same so maybe i just wrote feature because that's what i've got oh i see me. you're listing what you've already done uh yeah so it's a well no like the feature i'm going to be working on i'm doing another one right uh, and the spec and the pilot as well. I had an idea for my spec, what I would love to work on. Okay. Um, what show? Oh, shit. I can, I can run this by you if you think this is a good idea or not. I love the comic book The Sandman, the Neil Gaiman comic from the late 80s. Right. And they've been trying to get this thing to be either a movie or a TV show. And I thought it'd be, like, fun to write a spec script for... No? A spec script is a, a, a show that already I'm... exists. Oh, was that going to be my pilot? That might be your pilot. Yeah, maybe it was the pilot. Yeah, but it's, it's not an original pilot. Because, no. Well, in a way it is because... It hasn't been it done. It hasn't been done. And it's an example of writing. Exactly. Ad adapting something. Yes. Yeah, that'd be a fun thing, but it wouldn't be your spec. Your spec would be a show that's already yeah, done. I'm, and that's I'm, just to prove, like, I know how to write in this voice. You know, know what? My, I made the mistake in my head, the spec thingy, being right. going on, like, non-spec, just, like, pitching something... Yeah, never mind. I just mixed okay. it up in my head. I, okay. I can't remember what TV show I was going to write for, but I had it in my mind at the okay. time. Okay, because, you know, it has to be, like, reasonably, rel like, current, like, still on TV. Like, yeah. Yeah. I oh, think... Which is why I'm sort of pissed, because Mindy Project just got canceled. I like the Mindy Project. So do I, man. The episodes that I saw... 
I haven't watched a lot of them. I think basically I had a couple marathon sessions with you. Yeah. And this is not a slight against the show. This is, I have so little time to watch stuff. Exactly. But I was so impressed by the JPM on that show. Which is... Jokes per, per minute. minute. Yeah, man. It's written it very well. It was crazy high. However, Hulu picked it up and they're going to release it. All right. Which is fine. That's how things are done now. Uh, I'd prefer it on Netflix, to be honest. Yeah, something that we can access in Canada would be great. So get on that. Oh, that, that totally could happen. That's probably not up to her. No, I know. Yeah. But we don't get Hulu here. No. So I wonder who... But well, whatever, sure like... to distribute it through some Yeah, way it'd be, it'll what, be... What's the other one? Crave? Or, yeah, Crave is something. Show Me is the Rogers one. I had a few uh, performances with my improv troupe this month. God, was it negative? No, they were all good. Good! Let's yeah. talk about that for a while. Yes, I'm in a sketch troupe called Fifty Shades of Fifty. We watched Fifty Shades of Grey last week. Did you? It was so fun. Really? I really liked it. Okay. Uh, first of all, the girls acting, uh, you know, Dakota. Fanning? <laughs> no! It's, It'd be a very different movie. Melanie Griffith's daughter and mm. Don Johnson's. I don't know her name. I can't remember what her last name is. She was awesome in it. I really liked it. She's hilarious. On purpose. On purpose? On purpose hilarious. Okay. Because, um, do you know the story at all? Uh, Did you mommy porn that book or what? I, uh... Breathe not a mommy, but still. I get the gist. All right. So it's it starts off where she's this uh, journalism student. We don't have to explain the whole movie. Anyway, for f- the first half of the movie, she's just WTFing all over the place. Okay. She's just a huh? What? But like really nailing it. Like yeah. really believable. It's just hilarious watching her face throughout the, that movie. Was that the point though? Um, I was talking to Catherine about the story and she said she preferred the character in the movie ah. because she was more human than less of a, like just a, I wasn't, I don't want to say victim, but. Oh. Maybe less of a pushover. Fair enough. Yeah. So in this, she's just like completely like, a, well, this is a thing. <laughs> wasn't, wasn't it just Twilight fan fiction initially? <laughs> the, the, the other good part about the movie is you're watching it like going, how much is it following Twilight? Right. And at the start, you really see the similarities <laughs> and then it just veers off. Is he a vampire? No, first? no. He's okay. a multimillionaire and stuff like that. Billionaire. Sorry. Okay. Anyway, I liked it. It was funny. And it's not all super porny. So my improv troupe. Fifty Shades of Fifty have nothing to do with the film at all, apart or the book, apart from stealing the title. Okay. Uh, so what we do is we uh, perform as though we are characters or people from the from fifties. Okay. Yeah. So it's a lot of fun. We throw in a lot of jokes about how uh, you know miserable women were and how bad husbands were to their wives. Oh. Uh, and it's, uh, it's good. We had three sets this month, uh, which is uh, quite a bit. Uh, and we got a couple coaching sessions as well. So it's good. Uh, I don't know. It's good to see that troop well on its way to, uh, how many people are you in on Four, four of us. Cool. What I like about it is that all the rest of them, all three of them are in similar situations. Like they all trying have, to get it done. Yeah. And if we had either of them on the show, it would be like, cool yeah yeah like uh brie at this point anything different than what we're doing right now would be good well i think <laughs> what we're doing right now is a step <laughs> <laughs> this is a le- welcome to our learning experience this is welcome to the learning we have to stop doing that okay well what else uh, have you been working on this month the script yeah what uh, script? i don't have a name for it yet it's a uh, ghost story set in a pub right so you're, how's that coming along it's going good i've done the beats nice i beat it out oh my so god outline. 
Still. Your outline is good. Stop yeah. doubting yourself. Um, You're doing fine. I did the save the cat <laughs> thing. Okay, uh, Blake Snyder. Yeah, he does the beat sheet, and then yeah. he has basically do these cards. Right. And post it up on a wall or whatever. Yeah. Just to give you an idea of what uh, what your scenes are. So you can picture the whole movie in your head. Well, in, and in physically in front of your face. Exactly, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I've done that. Because it's like the 15-point beat sheet. How many points is it? I don't know. It's a bunch 15. of 15. Yeah, 15. I want to say see, 15. See, I totally studied that at Humber. 15's like uh, the final image. Yeah. 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 Anyway, it's that. Um, dudes, if you... And lady dudes. If you're looking to get started on script writing, you've got to read that book. It's good. It's good. For me, that's that's been a game changer. This one and... Uh, what was the other one that I was... Oh, I don't remember. Well, my thing was learning structure. Right. Because I was always... I tossed out a script before ever doing this, like years ago. Okay. My, it was like a... Like a similar theme or it was, it was a completely on, different script? No, it was a, no, a completely different script. It okay. was about office life and okay, uh, starting your own business kind of stuff. And his business was a strip joint. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it was like, you know, get a business loan, hire strippers. It, it was all over the place. I mean, it is interesting to know how one gets a business license for... Yeah, uh, when, but I completely made it all up. Anyway, uh, I had no idea for structure other than like uh, three acts. You have a beginning, middle, end, right? Which is meaningless, basically. Yeah. So the the beach, the, the beach sheet, fifteen four Yeah, that and just the book in general. It really broke down how to have something super structured. Where at the time where I was reading it, I was concerned because it felt a little bit paint by numbers, right? And uh, I think the idea is it's just to give you like practice in how to sort of how to format it. And then eventually you'll then you can start playing style. jazz with it. Yeah. yeah. So I'm at the point where my la the script that I wrote before that you had read and that I passed around. Yeah. That was pure following th that structure as much as I could. I, I'm, I have a book that's really good for that as well called yeah. Elephant Bucks. And I'm not too sure what the author is. Elephant Bucks. Yeah. And it's, yeah, it's also about how to write. In this case, it's about how to write a television, like an episode for television. Sure. Uh, but it, I imagine it would apply for as well to film. Yeah. Because it's just sort of, yeah, it's structuring, it's how to structure the episode. You know, like. Uh, oh, yeah, that's super important for t TV. For TV, especially TV shows that have like. Commercials. Well, yeah, I mean, it, like most sitcoms have the exact same structure. Like every episode is the exact same structure. And you don't notice because you're just sort of watching and enjoying since learning structure yeah. and this stuff has it kind of ruined watching tv for you a little bit no or i movies? feel like that happened a long time ago oh okay that's not true i like watching movies i like not ruined but it's definitely taken me out a little bit because i'm watching movies now going oh okay we're going into the dark night of the soul now all right you, but know you know went I mean? to film school didn't you already have this kind of uh yeah but film school was more like uh not reviewer what's it called just like theoretical it was all it was started off with theory and then uh critical it was all, all right. analysis and stuff like yeah critique film criticism oh so it like was a here's why i think this movie is good or bad or better whatever. no no it wasn't about good or bad it oh. was applying feminist criticism applying uh oh, I see. post a uh, postmodern view yeah. yeah yeah stuff like oh, well, that that's Colonial pretty much what my <laughs> program was but about yeah so that did ruin there. movies for me right. for a different reason well i took a film class and it was like feminine yeah and that yeah because you couldn't go to i couldn't go to a movie after that because it was all like, about being disgusting. a penis or <laughs> the phallus is everywhere oh and uh, the male gaze the ma it was all about the male gaze um no but then for a while i was just like even ads i was like i can't watch this look how sexist it is yeah but it's like 
I don't know, I don't have enough money to not, you know, to create a car ad that isn't sexist. What do you do? How do you, I don't know, we're not going to get into a giant debate about how you fix that problem in Hollywood. Sexism? Yeah. You gotta fix that culturally. I mean, societally first. My Twitter feed right now is all about black people getting killed in the States. uh, Like, unarmed black people getting shot by police. Um, Whereas mine is all (laughs) Amy Poehler's smart girl at the party. Oh, that's nice. Very feminist-friendly Twitter feed. Uh, Well, there's that, but what they're mentioning a lot is like the... The injustice. In, no, the oh, inherent n- nature of white supremacy in the U.S. Right. I don't think... Not even just the U.S. Well, them, it's very U.S. specific. Oh, well, that makes sense. I mean, a lot of the problems we deal with over here... Are similar. But it's... I think it's way more invasive than in the States. Well, th- where they have more frequent access to guns. Yeah. Although, I mean, police officers here have guns and they're not shooting people left and right. In Toronto... Except that one dude on the street. Car. A couple, no, there was a couple mental health issues That's, that were. Uh, yeah. Like you have tasers. Oh my god. This is the stuff we should be writing about. Motivation. <laughs> this is going to be a heavily edited episode. I'm so sorry for this. Networking. Back to the. It was fun. Back to the networking. <laughs> but that's good that people gave you tips as well because in comedy. Uh, it's more about socializing than it is about getting a leg up in your career or yeah. asking for advice or whatever. I don't know what happened with this thing, but it was like the socializing was also about the business that right. you run. So it's almost like I'm doing the thing that I should be doing. That's like perfect. when I'm at work. Yes. And you have a networking event to go to. It's the, a pain. You never talk about work. No, exactly. You're always like, what TV shows do you watch? Yeah. And over here it's like, what TV shows are you watching for research purposes exactly. so you can be awesomer at doing what you want? That makes sense. And we're back. Um, so, yeah, everyone was like, what shows are you watching? As in, and what, not as a challenge, but as a, a gauge for, yeah. yeah, like, what are you dealing with right now? Thank God I watch Mad Men. If I didn't have that, I, wouldn't ha- I would have no connection to modern media. Television and Te- such. Yeah. Um, like, why? What else is popular? Oh, I mean, I love all the superhero stuff, but... Right. That's yeah, you're a big fan of the superhero stuff. The Flash show is great. Oh, and you... Oh, yeah. What was the one with the blind dude? Oh, I've only... I'm only two episodes into Daredevil. Yes, Daredevil. Yeah. Everybody's telling me I should watch it. You should watch it for the fight scene at the end of episode two. That's it. You've only seen two episodes and you're like, watch it. The for... end of that... I was like, I should stop now. That was... No, I, I've <laughs> been heard enough. it. That yeah. That was amazing. Oh, nice. It's this long take. Okay. Do you remember long take? Yeah, I know what a long take is. Okay, cool. I, I, oh, sorry. I don't. I didn't know if your technical stuff with like cameras and stuff. Yeah, take. yeah, one shot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like I mean, Bird you could, Man was trying to do. Yeah. Bingo. Yeah. I mean, there are cheats for it, but it's one take, uh, handheld Steadicam, whatever you call it. Yeah. And it's super HD and everything, so it looks beautiful. And it's this fight sequence in a hallway cool. where a cameraman follows Daredevil in the just in the hallway, and Daredevil breaks into a room. Fights loads of people, but the cameraman doesn't really follow. You could just hear fights and chairs, <laughs> and then he'll have a peek. So you'll see, yeah, they're fighting, and then he'll carry on walking down the hallway. That's kind of cool. And it's just an open, just a door. Stylistically, that sounds very it was cool. It's so awesome. You could hear all the fight, and you're just and you know it, because that, it's one take. You know that that like that makes me feel like 
even the, the dude operating or the lady operating the camera is probably stoked about their involvement here because it's like he had to step over people on the floor later hilarious. in because a door gets knocked over there's i was gonna say cars but it's just beating up uh unconscious people right and you the camera has to go up a little bit because <laughs> the the handheld guy had to step above the thing <laughs> it was glorious that's really good and that's yeah that's like involving your you know like the technical team and seeing sort of some of the skills or some of the tricks that you can use stylistically yeah because it's great because this is really crazy long fight scene that's awesome. where the the main character is meant to be completely knackered by the end of it it's just right. so tired that's good playing the reality of that yeah well. but you yeah. know like as soon as it goes off camera he's sitting there and they're getting <laughs> oxygen and stuff like that it's so fun the way they did it so well you're watching that then so the yep. people were, were were the people you're talking to are they not so much into the comic book no no they were totally they? they're okay. basically into everything that's awesome yeah and you, so uh, orphan black orphan black is huge, is huge with because the lady that hosts the thing oh is she right on it or? Uh, was one of the writers i okay. think she's like executive producing now oh perfect that's awesome yeah i should go to one of these except it happens on friday night so yeah i, I was gonna see go. dan there t- as well this time around uh G- jillian's Rosen, roommate yeah yeah he's he came to guess who's coming to improv oh cool yeah he goes there he, i've seen him there yeah, a couple he's times getting into improv is awesome yeah he's, he's, he seems like a solid dude yeah Big time. Uh, well, that's good though, because you were really uh, nervous about attending your first. I was networking. Event. Yeah, because I I don't go to things where I don't know people basically, and I yeah. didn't know anyone there. Yeah. And at first, I just sat around, uh, trying to listen to a conversation that was happening near me. Okay. Uh, didn't get get really included on that one, but then uh, a lady showed up who was a sound editor. Oh, cool. Sat across from me, so we were talking and she, you know talking about like oh how did you get involved with that and stuff that's cool then she had a friend show up so that circle grew and then a dude sat next to me and he we talked hockey (laughs) so and then more dudes showed up and that's great though because you're also meeting people who work in the business so that when you get to the point of wanting to put your scripts on their feet you have somebody who could yeah who could do the sound editing for example yeah it's great for well it's the definition of networking yeah for sure Uh, but for me it'd be like I would like to volunteer to help these people in whatever way they could. Like, do you need someone to show up for a shoot you're doing as a background-y guy or whatever? Right. Like, just any way to help. Yeah. So, yeah. That's cool. Well, that I think that's a victory on its own, right? That you had never been to, uh, never been to a networking event. It's in like this going field. into a battle. Yes. But then when you get there, it's like super easy and fun. So, <laughs> it's like sneaking. it's like going to the gym. Way better than going to the gym. But I mean, like you don't. Yeah, you feel great when you yeah. go to the gym. Yeah, yeah, but like even better. The, like the, yeah. the greatness was awesome because you're just sitting in a pub drinking. Yeah, that's true. And talking to really nice people about something I, I really like and about. care yeah. about. Yeah, so that's cool. great idea. Um, I was gonna say I wish I hadn't felt so nervous about it, but there was no way to know that it would be that disproportionately exactly. fun. Yeah, the, the the people that were there were so nice. Like, there's no sense of competition. Well, I feel like those people are probably elsewhere, and they're not the ones in comedy. Yeah, exactly. No, because no, I've been to your events, and everyone seems yeah, but that's a little for guarded. different. That's for different reasons, right? Like everybody's got their own sort of baggage if you're going into comedy. Yeah, and we never went to any specifically networking events we no. just went well to i mean i have i've been oh, okay. to several of them but yeah 
uh, yeah, I've been to a bunch. I've met a bunch of people through different, but I don't know. I go to things like, I spent the first couple years in, like, in comedy just volunteering for a bunch of stuff so I can meet people and find out, you know, sort of learn the ins and outs of how things run in Toronto. Yeah. Super important. Uh, yeah. Because <laughs> you can't just Google that. No. I mean, you could. You're not going to find... But it'd be like, yeah, uh, you're not you should know. get five minutes together and yeah. start hitting some mics. Yeah. Well, I mean, that that becomes obvious <laughs> pretty quickly. If you listen to Marin. Oh, Marin. No, not Marin. Uh, Ari Shafir has been talking a lot about how to get started. Okay. How they do. But I think it's, it's possibly a little bit dated now because he's been doing this for... I don't know. Five to ten years? I don't know him very well. That's like another I don't thing. think you would like him at all. No? Thinking more about it. It's a lot of negative stuff, and he slagged off that one-armed lesbian Right, comic. I heard about that controversy. Um, I, 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 that's just it. I don't really listen to that many podcasts, and I know I'm going to have to now because I moved. Uh, and my new commute is, like, more painful than the subway. Uh, oh, wait. I, I thought you were still in the same... No, man, I moved. Well, I'm where are you guys now? Oh. So now, yeah, I'm now I'm somewhere where I have to take a streetcar instead of a subway. Okay, cool. I mean, uh, well, not cool, but... Yeah, I feel like on the subway in the morning, people don't talk to one another. It's just, like, quiet because everybody's exhausted still because it's the morning. Yeah. But now, I don't know what it is about the streetcar. Maybe people... You know like, what it might be? see the same people yeah, every day Yeah, I was going to see it's, like, a community thing. Yeah, because everybody's... Your neighborhood and exactly. stuff. Like that. Oh, how are you doing? Yeah, so people are chitty-chatty, and I don't like being chitty-chatty first thing in the morning. I like to be, like, I'm not awake yet. Dude, stick your iPod on. Like, so that's, that's what I'm doing. Slam dunk, yeah. yeah. That's what I'm doing. I listen to an improv podcast podcast and my buddies put on well i don't know if i'm at liberty to call them buddies <laughs> <Come on. laughs> they are people i respect and look up to um yeah so i don't know i have to get more podcasts on the go what what, what are you looking at <laughs> why did i write motivation i don't know did i do that ironically were you talking about motivation last week possibly oh i did that thing where i came out and was like what's the point oh right last week uh yeah, less of that. Less of the what's the point. It was uh, more just, eh, just get it done. Just do it Kick because it. you like it. Because you love it. Because you have I it. was going to say because it's fun to do. Because it's fun. Because it's interesting. Yeah. So yeah, I'm writing myself my horror script. Yay. Is a ghost story a horror script? Well, I, I don't know. It's meant to be scary, but horror, I don't know. I don't know. Like what kind of distance? Maybe that's something you should look the, into. The, the, the whole, just... what I'm doing is uh, back when we were in school. Uh, Vanier, you weren't there. No. Uh, in our library, we had these like spooky ghost story books. Right, like and goose, it, goosebumps. No, no pre goose. <laughs> I predated that. No, it was like real life ghost stories, most haunted castles and Ooh. stuff like that. I friggin' love that stuff. Cool. I listen. There's a podcast that the Nerdist Industries do on that, and it's called Bizarre States. Okay. And they have like real life haunted stories and stuff. Friggin' love it. Nice. And uh, while I'm writing this, I I'm literally giving myself goosebumps writing an imaginary story that i'm not actually scared well, that about sounds like horror. and goosebumps actually well yeah it's like you know stuff moving when there's no one in the room yeah. hearing voices uh doing the the you know when you record something digitally and then you hear some voice. yeah like in the right room goes, you're all going to die <laughs> <laughs> did you hear that <laughs> yeah that kind of stuff i believe in flat taxes <laughs> <laughs> The conservatives will win a majority. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> That's the scariest part of all. 
Hyper will kill us all. <laughs> oh, man. Habs are out of the playoffs. Yeah, let's not talk about sports. <laughs> let's not talk about that. See what's in the news today. <laughs> uh, jeepers. Uh, okay, what's what's been pushing you lately then, motivation-wise? Hey, we could do that. What's your latest motivation? I, I don't know. I guess I was... I was pretty, like, let down last month. I don't know why it hit, it, why it hit me so hard. But I guess you used that, right? Yeah. Like, for a while, I was just like... But a lot of us are. I even felt like before the audition, a bunch of people were like, well, you know, I'm probably not going to do this anymore. <gasps> or even, like, a lot of people were like, well, you know, I'm probably not even going to bother auditioning this year. Dude, that you're hitting an important step now. Which is? You're dealing with people. This is your cohort, uh-huh. right? your group that are coming up together. Yeah. Well, well, yeah, sure. These are people you've been dealing with for yes, the last yeah, couple of years, quite. and they're getting weeded out. But some of them are great, so it's really. Oh, yeah, I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, but I don't want to mock them. Oh my god, I'm not doing this mockingly. Oh, okay. This happens. Yeah. The, but... I mean, these people might have other concerns maybe they've gotten into relationships maybe their sure. jobs are just making it freaking massively impractical to maybe yeah. they don't like being f- pooped on all the time and it's rejected true. exactly it's true and it's i'm not saying just because you power through this one thing that you won't completely quit in the next one <laughs> <laughs> no i mean i mean there's always that level right but it was interesting to see like the amount of the amount of people who were i don't know uh, questioning their sort of What's the point? Yeah. Well, we're getting back to what's well, the Well, you know point. what? Fine. You, let's just write it out. This is going to be a negative podcast this week. It's gonna, Not we're, even so much negative as just sort of like down. Yeah. Like, you know, like there's ups and downs in life. Yep. <laughs> and it, but um, I don't know though. At the same time, like. I don't want to bring fake happiness to this. Right. Exactly. I think we got to just well, it's engage. it's called the constant struggle. Yeah. It's not like the constant happy time fun garage. That would be. Uh, not a very fun podcast to listen to at all. No, people would be like, I'm so tired of how happy they are. You know who would love that podcast? Who? Stupid people. Yeah. But they don't listen to podcasts because it's radio and there's not pictures. It's not radio. It's audio. Sorry. Negativity. Um, You know what I felt got me going through this month, though, is um, Hardwick's uh, book. Really? Uh, You know how he has, he talks about celebrating the tiny little victories that you've made in that year oh yeah 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 when you yeah super important because you don't notice it exactly unless you physically yeah he talks about in the book about how all you remember is all the crappy stuff that's happened to you so for me it was like this big crappy thing that i you know didn't even get a call back but, but dude, like, you got to the position exactly. where to the somebody audition. had to, yeah, yeah, exactly. Awesome. So, and so that I've been doing that quite a bit with all kinds of things. Like even just like, well, I took another class. I, you know, I'm learning more. I'm, I'm developing. Putting on shows, put, man. I do put on shows, It's freaking huge. Exactly. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. I, did I mention, yeah, that Jill and I were working on something and we got a rejection back from that as well. We had pitched uh, Are you series. saving your rejections? Well, I don't know if she got that one. We didn't even get anything back from oh, that yeah, one. So it's one of those, happened. like, nothing. You get nothing back. Those are the worst. Um, yeah. We thought, well, anyway. Uh, that's another thing is Jill gets really excited about. Jill, Jillian English, she's my uh, writing partner on a lot of different things. Um, she gets really, really excited about stuff. Sure. Uh, 
And then when it doesn't happen, it's like a... Did she get seriously bummed out or does she ducks back it? Uh, I don't know. Like, so, I just like she gets more excited about stuff than I do because I'm maybe more guarded. Yeah. But like, so she like... Jill seems like a very excitable person to begin with, though. Yeah, she's an actor. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay, cool. <laughs> uh, but she, but uh, I felt like I wasn't as enthusiastic about this script. I was like, yay, we finished this script and we submitted it. And she was like, no, this is going to happen for us. And they really oh, love this. Right. And they like this. And so, and ours is similar to this. So it's probably going to go ahead and da, da, da. And well, then it dude, didn't. That's and I was like, oh, come on. Jeez, man, you got my hopes up. Oh, you know? This, <laughs> This is going to be the... Uh, this is your fault again. Uh, yes. Um, <laughs> For letting myself be swayed? Uh, yeah. Yeah. There you go. Well, I mean, getting yourself into a position where it hurt afterwards. Like, what did Jill do? Like, she pumped herself right up for this. Well, she's also writing and performing in another project right now. So she has that I to know, distract herself from the rejection of this. So you've got loads of other distractions, Sure. Too. Maybe I'm just more negative because comedians dwell on the crap yeah but you're not just a comedian you're right which is why i'm able to jump back into yeah. other projects yeah and like we discussed on our podcast before about how to deal with rejection right and it's you know it's not always about you maybe this case it was like you were saying yourself you weren't that impressed with your script no no, i was impressed with our script and yeah. i was pleased we had gotten it done but i'm also an, a realist i'm also like well hundreds of other people probably submitted something yeah but dude did you you're happy. I sorry. This is coming from my own place here. When yeah. I did my script, I was super happy I got it done. No, I I it, don't feel like it's an amazing script. I thought the idea was great. Okay. The idea for this series was great. Okay. And I feel like if we pitch it elsewhere, maybe somebody would it. consider it. Well, you could always pitch yeah, it exactly. somewhere else. Well, that's what we're going to do once she's back from Montreal. Okay. <laughs> cool. What's Jill doing there? Uh, she's putting on her get around me oh, show. Oh, cool. Good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Good and also, you know, good. Yeah. Yeah, because she did well in New York with it. Yeah. It's just, it's a hard subject matter. Okay. Look into it if you're interested. No, I've, <laughs> I've seen the surface of it and I was like, oh, I can't deal with going there right now. Yeah. So imagine being yeah. in her place. I don't know, but that's another thing, is taking the difficult things that have happened to you in your life and turning them into an art. It's a completely different struggle, yeah. I feel. I've been feeling like I need to do that with my work to kick it up a level. What do you mean? Um, Writing dark things, going places where I'm scared to write about. Yeah. yeah I gotta do it. Um, oh, sorry, specifically dying children. Oh, jeez. That, yeah. Isn't that fun? Because you have fears of that? Yeah. Like Especially, nightmares and stuff? No, no, not nightmares, but um, uh, I just can't deal with thinking about it. Wow. Yeah, well, because I have kids, right? Yeah. It's even worse. I bet. Well, that's not something that I, ha you know, even think about. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's pretty bleak. On the and I was like, I need to use this bleakness. <laughs> well, I'm sure people would associate, too. Oh, Anybody I, who has kids. If you're a kid, there's nothing it. more terrifying. Uh, you mean if you're a parent? If Did I just say if you're kids? Yeah. If you have kids. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's. And if it, you know. It's it, almost cripplingly terrifying. Yeah. And you got to think of the people who have actually gone through it. Yeah. And yeah. Then, I was, then I was thinking about like, if you're, if you are a kid, what is the most terrifying thing for you? Like clowns. No, uh, your, your parents <laughs> dying. Uh, I don't know though. Cause like some kids aren't like, 
fully aware of how much they need their parents when you're a young kid i can think of nothing scarier than when when i the thought came to my mind that your parents could die Mm. just like that realization yeah so i was like how do we incorporate this into a horror right and i came up with a scene where a killer kills a child using its parents severed arm (laughs) (laughs) i was like wow that's pretty dark so this is where my mind could go when i say Go nuts. Go as weird as you can. That was an important lesson I learned uh, in comedy. Oh, God, yeah. As opposed yeah. to horror, uh, which was like, uh, I was when I was in the conservatory program, my teacher, Dave Pierce, was always like, he's like, okay, you've taken it here. Push it further. Push yeah. it as far as it can go until it's like, no, that's too far. And then rein it back in a bit. Oh. And that's where it's, that's where oh, it's cool. got to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah. And that was a really good lesson, too, because often you're just kind of like, well, that's funny. That's funny. I made it. It's like, no, no, no. More. Yeah. Get it darker. Get it deeper. Get it, you know, whatever. Yep. Yeah. It's a freaking... It's the bit where it becomes uncomfortable. Exactly. Because that's the bit that's real, man. But is it really? (laughs) Well, I don't know. I mean, that's the part that scares people in your case, right? Like. Yeah. And I was thinking specifically for horror. And for comedy, it's like when you go that far, that's the point that people haven't gone yet or haven't dared go yet. And that needs Where to is that in comedy right now? Uh, it's, I don't know. It's indifferent. It, it depends on the subject, right? Yeah. It's not all boobs and dicks, you know? Like, there's no... I feel like there's no limit there anymore, but now it's like... Well, now it's inappropriate sexual relationships. Well, uh, not only. I guess I'm just saying it's not only about sexual relationships. It could be about intellect. It could be about society. It could be mm, yeah. about work status. Anything. Any. Uh, it's just wherever it's uncomfortable. Yes. That's where you want to go. Right. Um, but the, I don't know. I... In my personal development, uh, I have a teacher now who... Um, I always enjoyed physical comedy, but in Toronto it's not a very popular thing. Just be- Anyway, which is interesting... It's a it's an English speaking thing, isn't it? Isn't it huge and I don't know, right? I'm thinking about Jerry Lewis in France right now, which is maybe a little bit dated. It's a little bit dated. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, French love the banana peel (laughs) shtick. It's more uh, just because in Toronto, um, the way the stages are for people perform comedy, you could only ever see the performers from sort of the chest up. So there's no point in doing a lot of physical comedy because nobody would be able to see it in the But back. you can do loads of pies in the face, though. Yeah, as long as the comedy is from the neck up, then you're good to go. Awesome. Okay, yeah. Um, but I'm taking a class right now with uh, Ken Hall, who's done a bunch of clown. Uh, but he's like a hilarious improviser. Okay. Um, but it just so it's fun in this respect to be doing physical stuff. And he's like, go bigger, go bigger, go bigger, which I don't do on my own because I've been so restricted hmm. over the past couple of years. I, I find your stuff really funny when you go big. Well, I mean, you got a, he's encouraging it too. Yeah, so. you got a big, loud voice. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the best. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so he encourages that. And I think that. <laughs> Look how big that yeah. came up on the sound bar thing. Yeah. I got a big loud voice. Uh, I don't know. Anyway, so that's even just like noticing these small little developments through your own personal, you know, progress or your own personal development as a, as an artist, I think is important to realize. How's um and acknowledge? Yeah, yeah. Um, I was just gonna talk about my script writing, and then I was gonna ask you about your writing process because uh, that comes out. 
across in a lot of podcasts. A lot of people want to know how do you go about doing your work. Right. For me, um, like I was saying, I, I did the beat sheet and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I'm using my legal pad of paper that you saw last time, the yellow stuff, yep. the yellow pages. And I've got my... my Cue cards? My cue cards. Yeah, I, like cut the sheet into four squares and I just use that. that. But yeah, it's a cue card size. Yeah. <clears throat> so I've got that and uh, I just plop it up on my knee or whatever and I write, I'm write. i writing the script longhand. And That's I'm, hardcore, man. I think it might... I, I haven't done this before, but that doesn't count for anything because this is script number three. Right, you're still... Um, I've been told this is a good way to do it because basically you're writing it and then when you go to type it, that's like your first edit, basically. That your first sense. chance to edit at it. And what you're writing doesn't count. You don't have to commit to it until it's written it. yeah, and on, stuff like that. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm sitting there thinking, oh, fix it in post. There you go. Interesting, though, because uh, for my stand-up, I do it all handwritten. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like that, the I don't know, there's some more immediate strange connection between your brain and writing it down as opposed to seeing it on the computer screen, at which point you're looking more for... How well structured is this? Or oh. how is the delivery going to be? Whereas when you're writing it down, it's just like, this is my brain diarrhea. <laughs> just yeah. pooping it out on the page. But when it comes to scripts and sketches, I mean, yeah, scripts and sketches, then most of the time I do it on, on the computer directly. Yeah, the last script I did, all my uh, the big picture thinking got done longhand. And then I, I scripted it out typing. And I didn't think I was... I, I struggled a lot on that last before ever trying that mm-hmm. but it worked i totally got it on on page still writing it but down. um yeah no just typing it okay La- the last script but this one right now i'm doing it longhanded it feels uh, it's been going okay so far i'm i've got two scenes down i'm still editing my mindy sketch or script spec you need to oh okay well the, you need to move on i need to well i need to finish it here's one of my things well, it's just how's that, it not finished well it's just like uh here's the thing is i've i've moved Oh, yeah, so right. everything that I had in my desk, like I haven't been able to use my office mm-hmm. for the past, well, since we started planning on moving. Okay. So it's just like the whole writing process has been severely impeded. So it's a logistics. Uh-huh. It's a logistics. This, this one's a logistics one. Yeah, okay, man. Cool. I, I want to sit down and write more, but mm-hmm. I, I... No, because sorry, I've seen stuff in uh, in script writing stuff about like when you get endlessly edity about it. Yeah. There has to be a point where it's just like, no, I, no, I got to be gotta, done, and okay. you move it along. Uh, by move it along, I'm not saying give up on it. No, move just it up, move it to, to the next project. No, move it oh. up a level. Like, start getting it out there, or start oh, having other people read it and okay. stuff. Uh, have I done that yet? No, I haven't. I, but I that was my next step. I've got one last edit that I'm doing, and then I want to move it on to somebody who I know who writes for television uh, to get her to, to give me a once over and let me know what she thinks. I just remembered another pro tip from the networking event. Yes. So the one girl told me about the, the do the three different scripts. Yeah. <clears throat> what who, the, who was she again? What is what is her uh, job? I'm sorry. Her name was Angela. Uh huh. And I. I don't That's know. okay. She wrote basically. She's she was writer. writing. Yeah. yeah. I I I can't remember to what level of being successful but she's uh she sent out her scripts to agents all okay, over those cool. she had oh my god i just remember the other tip she had a tip about um getting imdb pro and yeah. then the, that way you can find out uh who people's representation is that makes sense yeah and how much does that cost we it was reasonable you? and what i was going to pitch to you is when we get to a point where we want to maybe use this subject is we, we can go halfers or something it was yeah. like 60 bucks a year or something like yeah, that. that. It, was, it, was, it wasn't too bad. 
Um, yeah, I'm at that point now where I'm kind of like, I have to start paying money to get the the programs that I need to... What, like script writing program? Uh, I would like one of those, but right now I'm doing okay with Caltex. So until somebody tells me otherwise... Yeah. For like... Uh, no, for me right now it's the social, because I do a lot of social media... Uh, managing yeah for the different sketch projects and all the different projects i'm working currently there's hoot hoot suite but you can only uh, so these are systems that oh, enable sorry. you to run multiple twitter accounts for example from oh. the same program oh yeah. i didn't know that so okay, right now cool. hoot suite used to have it so you could do five different accounts at the same time yeah now they've reduced it to three. Oh, thanks yeah so if you want to do any more than that you have to pay a yeah monthly fee. sure so right okay. now i'm kind of like Oh, you're monetizing. But it's great because you can schedule your tweets and you can, tr- you know, track everything. You I can, can see how I how appreciate yeah. how programs help things. Yes, <laughs> but but it's just like mm, I need to spend more money. Yeah. Anyway. Um. Okay, so there was that. That was a pro tip. Well, get get IMDb Pro. Yep. And what was the other one? The pro tip before that was. Um, Getting yourself a writer, joining a writer's group. Okay. And uh, this guy said he was in one, and I love the idea of them. I don't know if anyone knows how the writer's groups work, but basically it's a bunch of people all writing uh, in a group. <laughs> and uh, no, bas- there's like a pool of stuff that people submit to. Okay. And like, um, uh, if it's a TV show, then you get like one credit basically. Oh. If you read and review somebody's pilot, right, you get yourself a credit. Oh, okay. And then uh, when you want other people to read your stuff, you give you, them a credit. Um, you give the credit in. It's like right. you redeem your credit. So you're allowed uh, to submit your stuff to the pool of people. Oh, I see. So that way, like, loads of people are dipping in, uh, reviewing it, and it, it's a give and take. They're getting a credit for reading it. Where, where did, they can where have does their... this happen? He said he was in one in Toronto, and uh, I said, well, I live in Saga, and he's like, you should look into that. There's probably one there. This is just online community kind That's of hilarious. stuff. That's not hilarious. That's great. It's a great idea. <clears throat> um, although, that existed for stand-up comedy, and I thought it was dangerous water to tread. Uh, because, because people could steal your bets? Not even that people could steal, but then you end up incorporating elements of their... Oh, even greater risk. Their, is... Yeah, like you end up... Yeah. Or like the content matter. Like if you're not on the exact same page as another performer, then it's, you know, like how are you... Maybe it's just like selfishness. Like if, if it was a script, it's one thing like, yeah, for sure I would like somebody to review it and let me know what they think. But if it's my own joke, I don't want just some other stand-up to be like, nah, I don't agree with this. Yeah, because I hear you. Because it's like, you. well, you don't know my story, It's man. a different art. Yeah. It's just a different art form. So it would have to be somebody that I, like, 100%, like, trusted and really dug their comedy in order to be like, yeah, you get what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I, writing, being a writer is completely different. It's... Yeah. To that extent, it's way more social. You know, you're more networked. But a lot of a lot of comedians sort of, like, hang out with one another and they help workshop yeah. one another's jokes. Yeah, but that's like sitting at the back of the room... And yeah, but that's just it. Like, wh- I don't know. Like, if me doing that in the back of a room with a bunch of like young dudes, like no, but it's way more informal in comedy, right? It's just like, hey, I like that no, joke, or like, no, nah, that didn't work. Sometimes they meet up and say, oh, can you take a listen to my bits for me? Yeah, for oh, sure. All right. Well, yeah, that would be somebody you really trust. It would have to be and, somebody, yeah. Yeah. Whereas this is way more random. Well, yeah, no, random. Yeah, it is pretty random. Yep. 
but it sounds fun. This is one of the things that really attracted me to writing when I was in high school and university was the communal aspect of it. Yeah. Uh, it started with my appreciation of the beats and stuff like the beat generation and right. like all those writers hanging out. It was yeah. very romantic. And... Yeah. As long as, yeah, as, I guess as long as you respect the and, work that they, you know what I mean? Like the thing with me, it'd be like, if, what if you submitted something and somebody got back to you and they're like, wow, I didn't like this because this and you're just you like, have to respect the person to take that criticism okay like you're, yeah exactly you're an what idiot if you don't? Well, who... if you don't know who he is then how do you yeah i know i mean don't be too precious with your work is one thing too but i don't know i feel like it'd be completely different no but if you if you gave your set to dude bro yeah i don't think point. you would appreciate their dude bro feedback you're right that's true dude bros I don't know. But no, I think this it had something to look into. And it was even like, well, yeah, my thing was always wanting to get into that community writing. And it's never happened for me. Well, it's starting to happen, I've, it sounds like. Exactly. <laughs> uh, going to that networking thing was just, oh, my God, this is it. Eye-opening. It's this thing Life about like changing. finding your tribe is what Yay. I've heard it described. At. And then, yeah, oh, man, I, I haven't proud. felt like this since uh, being in the green room in university film society stuff cool yeah at the time i didn't appreciate it i'm just like oh these people are so self-absorbed all they care about is their projects they should be caring about my project <laughs> well a young man can be a selfish individual. oh it's so funny <laughs> eh? but yeah i've missed it and i'm glad i'm dipping my toes back into it that's great it's well awesome. more than dipping your toes you're actually doing it right i wouldn't say i've cannonballed in yet mm. oh it's another bird Oh, they are different birds. Cool. What's that one? This Remember one, we always used to hear that one at the cottage? This is the white-throated sparrow. Remember we used to hear it all the time at the cottage? Oh, you hear this one here, too. Okay, this yeah. is a popular Ontario yep. bird. Cool. I feel like the clocks had better days. It's an old clock. It is. I'm amazed it's still working. Well, uh, I guess that's I think it. we've got enough to edit. I feel like it picked up around the second half of the show. I think next week what we need to do... Is bring in a guest. That's not where I was going. Okay. But that would help. Or, or be different. Right. That's going to be a struggle logistically, potentially. Well, we'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll try to get that. But no, what we need to do is review the previous show. Yes. Take better notes. Yes. Because normally we've we brought things to the yeah, table, you, and today you, we thought we'd come out and just play some jazz it, with it. And then it ended up... It went really negative. Our, ...revealing our true selves yeah. our, when we're unorganized, which is ho hopeless. Nah, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's later uh, in the night, too. Normally we do true. this during the day. It's, well, you, 9 o'clock going... It just went to 10. As you heard by the birds. Yep. And, uh... I don't know. Uh, but at the same time, uh, we, you know, we got it done. Yep. Just get a... A Twitter handle for this thing. I'll get on that. So by next month, we'll have a Twitter handle. Cool. And I'll, maybe I'll pay Hootsuite to, for that. How much is that? Was that I don't reason? know. I have to look into it. It's probably like a 10 bucks a month or something. Why don't you set up another account as a different name and manage like... You said you had five accounts? No, it sounds too complicated. I just want one for them all. I don't want it. The whole point is to have it one open for all of them. I hear you. <laughs> Sorry, but uh, one is better than three. No. No, three. What? We're not doing it. Who's I'm not on having first? to. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's settled. Uh, basically, what I'm trying to do is get Hootsuite to sponsor this podcast so that I don't have to pay anything. Well, it's all. a great <laughs> product. Yeah, for sure. How would you think? How is the interface on it? You know, they had a funny article out recently about how 
people were just like slagging it off completely about how shitty the user the UI was. This is not where I thought this would no, go. No, it's funny. All. But then the like CEO was like, "Yeah, man, I hear you," and they completely revamped it. I like how it's a CEO, and it's yeah. probably a guy who's like doing his engineering course right now. And um, no, man, he's like anyway. You, he's like a dude. He's all over like LinkedIn and all over like the like young business. Success man. Success businessman. He's a success businessman. Right. But I don't know his name. Okay. <laughs> okay. And your next project is uh, you should probably watch Silicon Valley. So yeah, you said yeah, you said it was really good. I, I was listening I caught the to what's his face was hilarious. Uh, on Hardwick yesterday. Yeah. Kumail. Oh yeah, I missed that one. Uh, I listened to half of it and it was pretty good. Yeah, Kumail's funny. Uh, one of the other guy, I think one of the guys from Vancouver. Oh. Was on the Hardwick program. Nice. And he was also in the the Silicon Valley. I have to watch that. Apparently, I think you'd good. like it. The JPM's crazy good. Good, but not ridiculous. I gotta watch that, and I gotta start working on a new writing project. I think I gotta organize my office so that I can start writing again. Because mm. right now it's just like moving stuff. Free comic book day happened last month. Yeah. I bought a bunch of art. Okay. And it's going to be going down in the office. Is that going to inspire you? It's going to be awesome. There's going to it's, a, it's ever... the Joker's face. It's yeah. Batman's face, both in the same style. Nice. And uh, Batman. Did you write your own comic book? I guess I I tried. Uh huh. Then I fell in out of love with my character. Okay. It just pissed me off. He was a CSIS agent. Right. And that's uh, awesome. <laughs> Canadian. I, I yeah. learned a lot more about CSIS, which was interesting. And yep. um, since the whole bill, whatever, the Canadian bill, now I'm mean? just like, I don't really like this company anymore. <laughs> Fair enough. No, that makes yeah. sense. Unless you turn him from a hero into a, a villain. Now that this Well, <laughs> this would be the scary stuff of writing. Like, I was like, I don't want to write about a not nice person. You can. <laughs> you can write about anything. Yeah. So, yeah. But anyway, I'm working on my ghost story right now. Cool. That's been in the works in my brain for a while. All right, so when we come back... Brain works. I'll have an office. I'm going to take a picture of my office all set up by next month's podcast. And put it on the Twitter page? And I'll put it on... Or we have a webpage, though. Yeah, we do. At myclowncollegeconfession.com backslash... Oh, no, the Podbeam one. Oh, yeah, Podbeam. Thank you, Podbeam. Bean. Well, we're paying for your service, aren't we? Yeah, but we can still thank you. Yeah, you're great. Thanks very much. I love podcasts in general. Yeah, man. I do enjoy listening to our own podcast. Are you supposed to say that? Is that like laughing at your own joke? I don't think so. I think this is a great show. Yay. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. But thank you so much for listening. Yep. And uh, we'll see you in a month. Yeah, Maybe cool. Maybe in less than a month. We'll see how it goes. We'll ballpark a month. We'll bull. Bye. 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 Bye.